Welcome to the Easter Vigil on this most holy of nights. We are going to begin the celebration outside on the sidewalks and in the road. I'm just going to invite the fire is across the street. You can gather across the street on this side of the street. Just be aware if there are any cars coming through and traffic. But if we block them, we block them, you know? I also want to remind you that as you leave, you should have a candle in your hand. If you are baptized, everyone should have a candle in their hand, and we will be lighting those candles once we come back into the church. You can exit and return out all three of the main front doors. Me and the ministers will process out, followed by the RCIA. I invite you to follow. and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And with your spirit. By the way, you all look beautiful on this Easter night. As we're gathering, friends and neighbors, we're gathering in Christ on this most holy of nights when our Lord Jesus Christ passed from death to life. The church invites her children throughout the world to come together in vigil and pray. This is the Passover of the Lord. If we honor the memory of his death and resurrection by hearing his word and celebrating his mysteries, that we will share his victory over death and live with him forever in God. We ask God's blessing on the fire. God, who through your Son bestowed on the faithful the fire of your glory, sanctify this new fire, we pray. Grant that by these Paschal celebrations, we would be so inflamed with heavenly desires that with minds made pure, we would attain the festivities of unending splendor. Through Christ our Lord, can we say amen? Amen. amen. Christ, yesterday and today, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, to Him all time, all ages, to Him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And by His holy and most glorious wounds, may Christ guard and protect us. Again, can we say amen? Amen. May the light of Christ rising in glory dispel the darkness of our hearts and minds. I'm going to invite at this point in time all of you to head back into the church. In just a few moments, we will be lighting your candles. You can make your way back into the church by all three doors. Christ is our light. 
Thanks be to God. Within our darkest night, you kindle the fire that never dies away, never dies away. Within our darkest night. Christ is our light. Thanks be to God. Within our darkest night, you kindle the fire that never dies away, never dies away. Within our darkest night, you kindle the fire that never dies away, never dies away. Within our darkest night, you kindle the fire that never dies away, never dies away. Within our darkest night, you kindle the fire that never dies away, never dies away. Within our darkest night, you kindle the fire that never dies away, never dies away. Within our darkest night, Christ is our light. Thanks be to God. Exalt, let them exalt the host of heaven. Exalt, let angel ministers of God exalt. Let the trumpet of salvation sound aloud our mighty King's triumph. Be glad, let earth be glad as glory floods her, ablaze with the light from her eternal King. Let all corners of the earth be glad, knowing an end to gloom and darkness. Rejoice, let Mother Church also rejoice, arrayed with the lightning of his glory. Let his holy building shake with joy, filled with the mighty voices of the peoples. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We 
us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just with heart and love of mind and heart and with devoted service of our voice to acclaim our God invisible, the Almighty Father, and Jesus Christ, our Lord, his Son, his only begotten, who for our sake paid Adam's debt to the eternal Father, and pouring out his own dear blood, wipe clean the record of our ancient sinfulness. These then are the feast of the Passover, in which is slain the Lamb, the one true Lamb, whose blood anoints the doorpost of believers. This is the night when once you led our forebears, Israel's children, from slavery in Egypt and made them pass dry shot through the Red Sea. This is the night that with a pillar of fire banished the darkness of sin. This is the night that even now throughout the world set Christian believers apart from worldly vices and from the gloom of sin leading them to grace and joining them to his holy ones. This is the night that Christ broke free the prison bars of death and rose victorious from the underworld. Oh, wonder of your humble care for us. Oh, love, oh, charity beyond all telling. To ransom a slave, you gave away your son. Oh, truly necessary sin of Adam, destroyed completely by the death of Christ. Oh, happy fault that earned so great, so glorious a Redeemer. The sanctifying power of this night dispels wickedness, washes faults away, restores innocence to the fallen and joy to mourners. Oh, truly blessed night, when things from heaven are wed to those of earth and divine to the human. Oh, this your night of grace, O Holy Father, 
Accept this candle, a solemn offering, the work of bees in your servants' hands, an evening sacrifice of praise, this gift from your most holy church. Therefore, O Lord, we pray you, that this candle, hallowed to the honor of your name, may persevere undimmed to overcome the darkness of this night. Receive it as a pleasing fragrance and let it mingle with the lights of heaven. May this flame be found still burning by the morning star, the one morning star who never sets. Christ your Son, who's coming back from death's domain, has shed his peaceful light on humanity and lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. You can follow what I do. Hold it for a few seconds so wax does not get everywhere. Um, and then in just a few moments, we're going to sit down. You can put your candle aside. We won't be using them until we all renew our baptismal promises. We have entered the vigil, this holy of nights. This night, we have the opportunity to actually do seven Old Testament scripture passages recounting salvation history. We are going to do four of those seven readings, starting with Exodus and then focusing on the prophecies, the prophecies that emphasize God's faithfulness, not so much ours. After the readings, there is a responsorial psalm sung, then we will all stand for a prayer and then we'll go back into that same cycle. Reading, long reading, responsorial psalm, prayer. Stand seated for the readings. Listen attentively to God's word, recalling how God has saved his people throughout history. And let us let that word settle deeply into our hearts. Please be seated. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to go forward, and you lift up your staff, and with hand outstretched over the sea, split the sea in two, that the Israelites may pass through it on dry land. But I will make the Egyptians so obstinate that they will go in after them. Then I will receive glory through Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and charioteers. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I receive glory through Pharaoh and his chariots and charioteers. The angel of God, who had been leading Israel's camp, now moved and went around behind them. 
The column of cloud also, leaving the front, took up its place behind them so that it came between the camp of the Egyptians and that of Israel. But the cloud now became dark, and thus the night passed without the rival camps coming any closer together all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord swept the sea with a strong east wind throughout the night, and so turned it into dry land. When the water was thus divided, the Israelites marched into the midst of the sea on dry land, with the water like a wall to their right and to their left. The Egyptians followed in pursuit. All Pharaoh's horses and chariots and charioteers went after them right into the midst of the sea. In the night watch, just before dawn, the Lord cast through the column of the fiery cloud upon the Egyptian force a glance that threw it into a panic. And he so clogged their chariot wheels that they could hardly drive. With that, the Egyptians sounded the retreat before Israel because the Lord was fighting for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord told Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea that the water may flow back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and charioteers. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and at dawn, the sea flowed back to its normal depth. The Egyptians were fleeing head-on toward the sea when the Lord hurled them into its midst. As the water flowed back, it covered the chariots and charioteers of Pharaoh's whole army, which had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not a single one of them escaped. But the Israelites had marched on dry land through the midst of the sea, with the water like a wall to their right and to their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel on that day from the power of the Egyptians. When Israel saw the Egyptians laying dead on the seashore and beheld the great power that the Lord had shown against the Egyptians, they feared the Lord and believed in him and in his servant Moses. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant. Horse and chariot he has cast into the sea. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Let us stand and let us pray. God, whose ancient wonders remain undimmed in splendor even in our day, for what you have once bestowed on a single people, freeing them from Pharaoh's persecution by the power of your right hand, now you bring about as the salvation of all the nations through the water of rebirth. Grant, we pray, that the whole world would become children of Abraham and Sarah and inherit the dignity of Israel's birthright. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Before we move to the second reading, since I neglected to say earlier, since this is vigil, please do your best to make yourself comfortable. We're going to be here for a while, right? So if you need water, you need to use the restrooms that are in the basement downstairs. You need to stand up to go to the back of church, uh, to walk a little bit, stretch a little bit. Please feel free to do so. Just do your best to pay attention to some of the action that's happening throughout the whole ceremony. A reading from the book of Isaiah. He who has become your husband is your maker. His name is the Lord of hosts. Your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel, called God of all the earth. The Lord calls you back like a wife forsaken and grieved in spirit, a wife married in youth and then cast off, says your God. For a brief moment, I abandoned you, but with great tenderness, I will take you back. In an outburst of wrath, for a moment, I hid my face from you. But with enduring love, I take pity on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. This is for me like the days of Noah, when I swore that the waters of Noah should never again deluge the earth. So I have sworn not to be angry with you or to rebuke you. Though the mountains leave their place and the hills be shaken, my love shall never leave you nor my covenant of peace be shaken, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. O afflicted one, storm-battered and unconsoled, I lay your pavements in carnelians and your foundations in sapphires. I will make your battlements of rubies, your gates of carbuncles, and all your walls of precious stones. All your sons shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. In justice shall you be established, far from the fear of oppression, where destruction cannot come near you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
let us stand and let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, surpass for the honor of your name what you pledged to the patriarchs by reason of their faith, and through sacred adoption increase the children of your promise so that what the saints of old never doubted would come to pass, your church may now see in greatness fulfilled. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, all you who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, come receive grain and eat. Come without paying and without cost, drink wine and milk. Why spend your money for what is not bread? your wages for what fails to satisfy. Heed me, and you shall eat well. You shall delight in rich fare. Come to me heedfully. Listen, that you might have life. I will renew with you the everlasting covenant, the benefits assured to David. As I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander of nations, so shall you summon a nation you knew not, and nations that knew you not shall run to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, who has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call him while he is near. Let the scoundrel forsake his way and the wicked man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord for mercy to our God, who is generous in forgiving. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. For just as from the heavens the rain and snow come down and do not return there till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows and bread to the one who eats, so shall my word be that comes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but shall do my will achieving the end for which I sent it. The word of the Lord. Our responsorial psalm is number 97 in your hymnal, number 97.
Let us stand and let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, sole hope of the world, who by the preaching of the prophets unveiled the mysteries of this present age, graciously increase the longing of your people, for only at the prompting of your grace do we progress in your virtue. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. Thus the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, when the house of Israel lived in their land, they defiled it by their conduct and deeds. In my sight, their conduct was like the defilement of a menstruous woman. Therefore, I poured out my fury upon them because of the blood which they poured out on the ground and because they defiled it with idols. I scattered them among the nations, dispersing them over foreign lands according to their conducts and deeds. I judged them. But when they came among the nations, wherever they came, they served to profane my holy name because it was said of them, these are the people of the Lord, yet they had to leave their land. So I have relented because of my holy name, which the house of Israel profaned among the nations where they came. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, not for your sakes do I act, house of Israel, but for the sake of my holy name, which you profaned among the nations to which you came. I will prove the holiness of my great name, profaned among the nations, in whose mists you have profaned it. Thus the nation shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, when in their sight I prove my holiness through you. For I will take you away from among the nations and gather you from all the foreign lands and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees. You shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. 
Let us pray. O God of unchanging power and eternal light, look with favor on the wondrous mystery of the whole church and serenely accomplish the work of human salvation, which you planned from all eternity. May the whole world know and see that what was cast down is raised up. What has become old is made new, and all things are restored to integrity through Christ, just as by him they came into being, for he lives and reigns forever and ever. Please remain standing. Let us pray. O God, who make this sacred night radiant with the glory of the Lord's resurrection, 
stir up in your church a spirit of adoption so that renewed in body and in mind, we would render you undivided service through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us please be seated and attentive to the epistle, the New Testament. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life. For if we have grown into union with him through a death like his, we shall also be united with him in his resurrection. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that our sinful body might be done away with, that we might no longer be in slavery to sin. For a dead person has been absolved from sin. If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. We know that Christ, raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has power over him. As to his death, he died to sin once and for all. As to his life, he lives for God. Consequently, you too must think of yourselves as being dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Thanks 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 be to God.
Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was drawing, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, approached, rolled back the stone, and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. The guards were shaken with fear of him and became like dead men. Then the angel said to the woman in reply, do not be afraid. I know that you are seeking Jesus, the crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Then they went away quickly from the tomb, fearful but yet overjoyed, and ran to announce this to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached to embrace his feet and did, it, did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, the proclamation of the word, uh, Alex and Joanne, I think I could listen to all seven readings. Um, so maybe we'll do that next year, you know. Um, and uh, choir, and I, I think you have a whole orchestra up there, and I think you're about 75 strong. And so that, at least that's the way you sound. So I, I, could, I, I think we should do the liturgy of the word here for at least another half an hour, you know. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm in the mood for. So uh, Bishop David Zubik, um, I've witnessed him do confirmations several times, and uh, as he was uh, assigned here, I was at present at one of his first confirmations, and it came to that dreaded time in confirmation in the homily where the bishop asks the candidates questions, right? That dreaded time. Come on, all of you, right? I said it. You felt it in your spine, right? Uh, he's going to ask me a question, you know? And so the, the bishop kind of does that, uh, again, to see uh, about the understanding um, and uh, the faithfulness of the people and the candidates. And so as he asked some questions, his final question, he called on a young man and he said, am I Bishop David A. Zubik, a sinner? And without much hesitation, now imagine this, right? You're a 14-year-old boy or girl, right? You're asked this question by this man who's in mitre and crozier standing in front of you and may or may not confirm you here shortly, right? Says, am I David Allen Zubik, a sinner? And without much hesitation, he said, yes. And he said, is that your final answer? <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, 
And he says, yes, that's right. That's right. I too need the grace of God, the spirit of God. Uh, just this morning, uh, there was something called the ecumenical blessing of the city. And the ecumenical blessing of the city is the gathering of all the Christian dignitaries and clergy from all over the Pittsburgh area, of all the major and mainstream Christian churches. And they gather up at uh, the Mount. Uh, they gather actually what is now our community and education center, which is right across from one of the overlooks. They gather there. They vest, they dress, they take their parts, and then they walk across the street to the overlook, and then they lead a prayer, a ecumenical prayer, about the resurrection and a blessing of our city. And so here we are with all the dignitaries, and for the first time, we actually had police show up. There were four uh, uh, motorcycle cops. And so what they were there for is to, to stop the traffic and to, I'm sure they were there for other reasons too, probably safety reasons, right? And so as all of these dignitaries are starting to walk down from the education center, down to the sidewalk and ready to walk across the street, Bishop Zubik is in front. And, and I don't know if you know right now, but Bishop Zubik is walking with a walker and he's walking in the front. All these dignitaries are lined up behind him. And one of the police officers, before he goes to block the traffic says, Bishop Zubik, do you remember me? I pulled you over when you didn't stop at the stop sign. <laughs> and, and, and of course, of course, Bishop Zubik takes it in humor and graciousness. And, you know, and of course, here's all these dignitaries lined up behind the bishop just laughing, you know, just laughing at the whole situation. And of course, this police officer knew Bishop Zubik enough, you know, know that he's human enough. And then he takes a selfie with him, you know, and he goes and blocks traffic, right? And then we go over and we begin to pray. And as we begin to pray, I look over and the police officer who stopped Bishop Zubik is joining in the prayer with all of us calling upon the resurrection and the grace of God's blessing upon our city, which he knows probably more than anything what the need is, right? The power of this night and the transformation and the hope and the light and the love and the power of the resurrection is not here and done. It doesn't make us perfect. Those of you who are going to be experiencing uh, all of the sacraments here of initiation, right? Uh, baptism, confirmation, and receiving Eucharist for the first time. It's such a powerful day and such a powerful moment for you. And this is truly a freedom, a new life, a transformation. But it's also just a beginning. It's just a beginning of a life of discipleship and our need for God's grace and God's mercy. All those scripture passages that we heard proclaimed, almost all of them from the prophecies and from the Old Testament, what they talked about more than anything else was not about us and about our faithfulness and about how good and great we were. <laughs> what they were really about were about the deep, loving commitment of our God for us and God's people. There was actually a point in time in one of the readings that was proclaimed in the prophet that said, it's not for you that I'm doing this. 
I'm doing this because I'm God, <laughs> right? I'm saving you. I'm loving you because I'm God. Not because you've always been faithful. Not because you even deserve it. But because this is who I am and what I do. I've created, I've set free, and I continue to keep my covenant and commitment with you. The gospel passage we hear proclaimed on Easter morning is, uh, is, is not something that leaves us with a whole great deal of certainty, right? What happens is it's an encounter w- w- that leads to some sense of uh, uh, uncertainty, confusion, um, a wonder, a reversal, strangeness, right? And so it's not that there's this first encounter with the fullness of the Lord. That's going to unfold fold in the disciples' lives as they do that encounter. What is encountered there is a new possibility, a, a, a new reversal, an opportunity for an unfolding of the resurrected life and presence to be made manifest. And probably more importantly than anything else, what's manifest with the empty tomb is the deep commitment of God to us, despite ourselves, that calls us to some commitment as well. It's the commitment of God's love that would not be held down by death, by sin, by violence, by by the powers of both political and religious authority and systems. It would not be held down by that. And it was committed in Christ to us. The promise begins to be fulfilled that not only would he die, but that he would rise to new life. What's fascinating is not just the commitment of Christ. I'll actually say it's the commitment also of the disciples, but notice the disciples that are there, right? Uh, By the way, forgive me for saying, but the men folk, (laughs) right? They don't seem to be around. They're the ones who probably were most confused. Those who were the ones who abandoned. Those who were like, even as they journeyed along for three years, Peter, James, and John, James and John saying things like, you know, Jesus, when you get there, I I want seats of power at your right and your left. You know, Peter, uh, these, these three most special disciples of his. Peter's the one who denied him three times. They all seem to have abandoned him. So it's not about our greatness or goodness. It's about what God does in continued commitment to us. And notice the commitment of the women. Despite all the things that they saw occurred, despite seeing the violence and justice that was bestowed upon their friend, and despite feeling that maybe he, the one who was the Messiah, was conquered, they still have remained committed and faithful, at least to his body and to his tomb, and they're going to go with spices, and they're going to do their duty, they're going to live their commitment as best they can, despite imperfection, because that's who they are. And so it's about a commitment that gets reversed, transformed, fulfilled in God's grace, in God's mercy, not because we're perfect, not because it's done and over, but because we constantly 
need God's love, God's grace, God's mercy. Now, we're just in a few moments going to celebrate the sacraments of initiation with uh, five wonderful people who've been journeying now for a while, a journey of transformation. But what's powerful about witnessing and watching that is it's not just them that we recall is experiencing this grace, this commitment, this transformation. And as a matter of fact, after they are baptized, actually there's an opportunity for each of us to commit and recommit to our own baptismal promises. And in those baptismal promises, what we're doing is only committing as best we can, despite all our imperfections, despite all our brokenness, despite all of our faults, we're doing our best to recommit to the journey that we've undertaken. The journey that has been part of our lives, many of us, even from our very birth, that was brought to us oftentimes by our parents and grandparents and godparents, right? What we're committing to is, and recommitting to, is the commitment that Christ has for us, his unending love. And it's never over. It's just beginning, always and ever new again, in Christ's self-giving love for us. And God knows none of us is perfect, but we trust and live in the commitment of Christ. None of us is perfect, even our bishop. We now move to the celebration of the sacraments of initiation. And at this point in time, I would like to invite forward the elect and their sponsors, Rhea, Kayla, Christopher, Marvin, and Jeanette. And if you could line up across the front of the altar, elect in front, and then sponsors directly behind. In a few moments, we're going to call the grace of God down upon this font of freedom and transformation and God's commitment to God's people. Dearly beloved with one heart and one soul, let us by our prayers join in the communion of saints. And I would like to invite all of you to please stand.
Lord Almighty God. Lord. Lord. Okay, Lord, thank you. Lord Almighty God, be present by the mysteries of your great love and send forth a spirit of adoption, creating a new people in the font of baptism. God, who by your individual power and invisible power have accomplished the wondrous effects <laughs> through sacramental signs, and who in many ways have prepared water, your creation, to show forth the grace of baptism. O God, whose spirit in the first moments of the world, creation hovered over the waters so that the very substance of water would then take into itself the power to sanctify. O God, who by the outpouring of the flood foreshadowed regeneration so that from the mystery of the one and same element of water, you would come to the end or we would come to the end of vice and to the beginning of virtue. O God, who caused the children of Abraham and Sarah to pass dry shod through the Red Sea so that the chosen people set free from slavery to Pharaoh would prefigure the people of baptism. O God, whose son, baptized by John in the waters of the Jordan, was anointed by the Holy Spirit and, as he hung upon the cross, gave forth water from his side, along with blood after his resurrection, commanded his disciples, go forth, teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Look now, we pray upon the face of your church. Graciously unseal for her the font of baptism. May this water received by the Holy Spirit the grace of your only begotten Son, so that human nature created in your image washed clean through the sacrament of baptism in all the squalor of the life of old would be found worthy to rise to new life of newborn children through water and the Holy Spirit. Deacon Bob, if you will plunge the candle into the water three times. May the power of the Holy Spirit, we pray, come down through your Son into the fullness of this font, so that all who have been buried with Christ in baptism into death may rise to new life with him, for he lives and reigns in unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Let us say amen. amen. Kayla, Christopher, Jeanette, and Marvin, I ask you to profess your faith. I invite you to respond, I do, individually. Remember, I'm coming around with the microphone. So I do. 
Do you renounce sin so as to live in the freedom of God's children? I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Do you renounce the lure of evil so that sin may have no mastery over you? I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Do you renounce Satan, the author and the prince of sin? I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Do you believe in God, the Father, the Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, was crucified, died, was buried, rose from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father? I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. And do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. So we baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one by one. After I say that, of course, I will, oh, oh, you're all standing. Oh, how about you have a seat? (laughs) After, (laughs) after I baptize and say Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we as a church are going to say, Amen. Exactly. If you can come close to the water. And bend your Rhea, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do we have towels? We don't. Kayla, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christopher, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jeanette. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Marvin. 
I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Sponsors, will you please place the baptismal garments on these newly baptized? Marvin, Jeanette, Christopher, Kayla, and Rhea, you have become a new creation and have clothed yourself in Christ. Receive these baptismal garments. Bring it unstained to the judgment seat of the Lord Jesus Christ, where you will have everlasting life. Can we say amen? Amen. Sponsors, if you please step forward to Deacon Bob to get an East or a baptismal candle. And if you could light that baptismal candle from the Easter candle and then hand them to the newly baptized.
Well, you were the only ones who didn't have candles when we walked in. Now you do. Receive the light of Christ. You have been enlightened by Christ. Walk always as children of the light to keep the flame of faith alive in your hearts. When the Lord comes, may you go out to meet him with all the saints in the heavenly kingdom. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. I'm going to invite all of you to please stand, and I'm going to ask you to grab your candles once again. And newly baptized, will you help please spread the light to the rest of the community and the congregation and the rest of the baptized? Dear friends, through the Paschal mystery, we have all been buried with Christ in baptism so that we would rise with him to newness of life. Now that we have completed our Lenten journey and observances, we renew our own promises made in baptism when we rejected Satan and his works and all his promises and have, been, have promised to serve God faithfully in his holy people, his church. Do you renounce sin so as to live in the freedom of God's children? Do you renounce Satan, author and prince of all sin? Do you renounce the lure of evil so that sin would have no mastery over you? Do you believe in God the Father, the Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, crucified, died, buried, rose from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? This is the faith of the church that we profess through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Keep, keep your candles lit. We, got, we now get privileged to be sprinkled with the Easter baptismal waters.
a extinguish your candles, hold them for a moment. Please be seated once again. Now all baptized, Marvin, Jeanette, Christopher, Kayla, and Rhea, you now are also candidates for confirmation. By baptism, we are reborn again in Christ and become members of Christ and his priestly people. Now you share in an outpouring of the Holy Spirit among us, the Spirit sent by the Lord to his apostles at Pentecost and given by them to their successors in baptism. The promised strength of the Holy Spirit, which you are to receive, will make you more like Christ, help you to be his witnesses in suffering, death, and in resurrection. It will strengthen you to be active members, sharing your gifts with the church to build up the body of Christ in faith and in love. Dear people of God, friends all, let us pray to God our Father that he will pour out the Holy Spirit on these candidates for confirmation to strengthen them with his gifts and anoint them to become more like Christ his Son. I would invite all of you in the community, the congregation, to please raise a hand with a palm facing forward, except you guys, and sponsors, if you put your hand on their shoulder, please. All-powerful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, by water and the Holy Spirit, you freed your sons and daughters from sin and gave them new life. Send your Holy Spirit upon them to be their helper and guide. Give them the spirit of wisdom and understanding a spirit of right judgment and courage, a spirit of knowledge and reverence. Fill them with the spirit of wonder and awe in your presence. And this we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Now there is a silent laying on of hands, which will be done by the clergy as well as the members of the RCIA team. Confirmation name. Julie. Julie. Be sealed with the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. Confirmation name. Susan. Be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. James, be 
be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. gift of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. Confirmation name. Catherine, be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. Kayla, Christopher, Jeanette, and Marvin, you are now fully initiated members of the Catholic Church. I invite you to return now to your rightful place among the community and the congregation. And as they do so, can we celebrate with them, please? like to invite all of you to please stand as God's people we trust in his promise and turn to the Lord with our needs and prayers of petition. Our response is risen Lord hear our prayer. That our lives be bright with peace and joy because Jesus our Lord has risen and come into our midst. We pray. Risen Lord, that the frightened of the world may rejoice to find God with them, and the powerful may be inspired to seek him, we pray. Risen Lord, for those who live in the darkness and the shadow of death, for those who live in alleys and doorways, for those who are trapped by power or position, by stubbornness or uncertainty, that they may not wait in vain for the coming of the Lord, we pray. That our pride may yield to the love of God, we pray. Praise 
For our new members of the church, we pray. For those who live in doubt and for those who are afraid to believe that our Lord may inspire them and that the church may encourage them, we pray. How about we do the Hail Mary? Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother as God's people, we together pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Please be seated. As our gifts are gathered and prepared, we sing number 525, The Strife is O'er, number 525.
pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good with all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, the prayers of your people with these sacrificial offerings, that what has begun in the Paschal mystery may, by the working of your power, bring us healing for all eternity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And Give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But this time above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For with the old order destroyed, a universe cast down is renewed, and integrity of life is restored to us in Christ. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land and every people exalt. We join the heavenly powers with the angelic host and sing together the unending hymn of your glory. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, he entered willingly into his passion. He took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
Therefore, we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection. We offer you, Lord, the bread of life, the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you've held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, which is spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, all the clergy, and all who serve and lead your people. Remember also all of our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Saint Joseph, her blessed spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we too may be co-heirs to eternal life to praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. and with him and in him. O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, Lord, we pray from all evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The, the kingdom, kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. You said to your apostles and to us, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sin, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace.
The resurrection and the life. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter into my life, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. For the distribution of communion, I'm going to ask when I come down front and the ministers come down front that the first communicants come up first and then the rest of the community and congregation can follow in behind. Also, this is the first time since we began years ago, the pandemic, that we're going to offer, offer uh, the body and blood under both species. So it's up to you whether you decide to receive or not, but we are offering both host and cup.
Before we stand and do our final prayer of blessing, um, just want to say thank you. Um, thank you to the choir. Thank you to uh, all of those who worked behind the scenes as well as decorating, preparing the church. It's really like putting on a production, to be quite honest with you. So many details, so many people. Um, to all of those who participated in all the ministries for the celebrations of Triduum. Um, for uh, also the... Uh, families uh, and uh, now you who are the newly fully initiated members of the church for your uh, uh, I'll call it your risk and your courage in this journey uh, that is just beginning to your families who have supported you into the RCIA and RCIC Radio Christian Initiation for Children team who helped support you supported by Holly our Director of Religious Education and Bill, our Director of Music Ministry, to all of you and all of those that I missed, I just want to say thank you. Amen. Together, let us stand and let us pray. Pour out on us, O Lord, the spirit of your love, and in your kindness make those you've nourished with the Paschal Sacrament one and mind and heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. Bow down for the blessing. Please respond with amen three times. May the Almighty God bless you through today's Easter solemnity and in his compassion defend you from every sin, we pray. Amen. May he who has restored you to eternal life and the resurrection of his only begotten son endow you with very immortality, we pray. Amen. Now that the days of the Lord's passion have drawn to a close, may you celebrate with gladness the Paschal Feast, come with Christ's help and exalted in the spirit on those feasts that are celebrated in eternal joy, we pray. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Almighty Father, uh, let me try that again. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. As we go forth, we sing number 540, Jesus Christ is risen today, number 540. We will sing all four verses. <laughs>